2: I don't to get it started.
0: All right, here it comes it's Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. Um, when you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete with Ben Higgins. Pick a pick a bow bow bow, pick a bow bow
2: bump, bump, what, 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 ha 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 ha. ha. on your mark, ready, set, let's go. And Stephen Woods.
0: I want to win. I want to win at all costs. I I really do. Other than, you know, lying, cheating, and stealing, I I don't want to do that, but whatever it takes to win, I'm willing to do. Ben and Woods. Blame it on the Henry on 97.3, the fan. Yeah, you got it! All right, everybody, get your heads right. It is a Wednesday morning. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3, the fan. It is uh, May 6th, and we are, or I am, live from the uh, Corona Cave, tucked away, nestled in a very dark and wooded and, frankly, pretty creepy uh, area. It's beautiful when the sun comes up, though, every single day here in the Corona Cape. I will miss it, kind of, but I really, I miss our studio. I miss being able to see Paul every day and all the uh, wonderful people at Entercom San Diego. My name is Woodsy. I'm half of Ben and Woods. Um, ben will be in shortly. We've got our executive producer, Paul, a.k.a. P.T. Rindle, back in studio this morning. Paulie, good morning. Good morning. How's uh, how's it?
3: It's, uh, it's going. I was a little tired. Stayed up later than usual but uh i did too things... actually yeah, what time like, did you
0: stay up till
3: uh i remember noticing it was 10 o'clock
0: yeah so yeah probably fell asleep
3: around 10 30.
0: you know what i did i was um and i put this in my recap last night good morning everybody thank you for joining us if you are in fact joining us if you're not joining us maybe you'll hear this later uh, on the radio.com app using your rewind function uh i watched a movie on netflix Starring a guy that I used to really, really love, and his name, Paul, is Mel Gibson. Mm. And if, for people my age and Ben's age, we grew up with Mel Gibson being one of the biggest superstars in the world, in the world. And by the way, one of the best actors I've ever seen. I've, ne- I mean, you're it, pound for pound, Mel Gibson was. Dude, the guy was Hamlet. He played Jesus, he's a brilliant director. Turns out though Mel Gibson is insane. And it got me thinking. I was watching The Patriot last night. Did you ever see the movie The Patriot? Of course. It's brilliant. He's brilliant in it. And I'm watching this last night and I I couldn't help but be hit with a little bit of sadness. You know, it it you never want to see somebody fall so hard. Now, if that person is, like, an abusive anti-Semite, it makes it a little bit easier to watch them fall hard. Um, but still, like, I, I was sitting there and my mind started kind of going crazy thinking about one of my favorite topics. A topic that I think, I think I could do a podcast, I think I could do one podcast a week for the rest of my life about separating the art from the artist. It really is one of my favorite topics. We've done it before on Ben & Woods. We've talked about it before. You know, some of the people in music or movies um, that you love, you know, you love their art. Turns out they're kind of pieces of garbage, you know, (laughs) really, like in their personal life. um, and, And frankly, to other human beings, they're really not great. They're not great at all. Mel Gibson definitely falls in that category. Uh, there's a couple of musical I love Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams is one of my favorite of all, all time. I've spent a fortune collecting, you know, Ryan Adams music. I've seen him a bunch in concert. Uh and you know, turns out he's a giant weirdo creep. And it just always makes me wonder. You know, I haven't listened to Ryan Adams I I got in this little phase about three weeks ago in the middle in when quarantine was really, really kicking. I just put on Ryan Adams and listened to it. You know what? Still sounded good. And then I remembered that he possibly, allegedly, <laughs> was emailing a 14-year-old Ooh. girl. And then it was like, well, yes, I can't. Can I listen to his first band, Whiskey Town? Because maybe he wasn't a creep then. And that, my, this is how my mind works, you know? You try to justify um, it. Yeah, yeah. You, you try to justify it to set yourself up for what you want to do. So, I mean, look, I mean, I
3: can't, I really can't listen to Michael Jackson anymore. hundred um, percent. Like, I mean, look, we all... We all knew or had our suspicions, and then if you saw the the documentary, I forgot the name of it, where the boys it was like Finding the,
0: Neverland, yeah, or yeah, like the tell Leaving or whatever. Neverland. Or I whatever. mean,
3: you, I don't know how you can watch that and then I still know. comfortably listen to his music. Kevin Spacey, one of the greatest actors Dude, of all time,
0: he's, he's right there too.
3: And you're just like, I don't feel right about watching this anymore.
0: It's very strange. The art from the artist is a, a topic that I, I really, I frankly, I never get tired of talking about it. I really don't. I mean, and the list goes on, and John Lennon, Jimmy Page, Bill Wyman from the Stones, probably Mick Jagger, uh, and, and on and on and on and on and on and on it goes. Yeah, Spacey is another one to me where he is one of the most brilliant actors I've ever seen in my life and you run down his list of movies and you're like you know what i've never seen a bad performance by that guy never once and then when he pops on the screen now you're like yeah yeah it creeps you out <laughs> yeah. a little bit yeah very strange but I, i'm sitting there watching mel gibson last night and i'm thinking about i'm thinking about those gnarly voicemails i'm thinking about the drunken episode with the cops like and i'm just sitting there going why 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 hold it together you know, hold it together. I'm all for being eccentric, and when you're an artist, you know you're eccentric. Whatever. I'm all for that. You know, but it's that when it crosses into like substances slash abuse slash uh, anti semitism, things like that. In Mel Gibson, in Kevin Spacey's case, uh, taking advantage of young boys, things like that. You hear it, and you're like, and you know, you hear those rumors, and and you're like, I can't, I can't support this, dude. Like, I can't. And if I'm watching a movie and enjoying it, does does that mean I'm supportive? That's I the, think that's I mean, the question. Like, that's the question. John Lennon was not a good dude by all accounts, you know? Um, and, you know, some, some domestic stuff with his first wife. I mean, just really, like, not a good dude. And you're like, yeah, but I love John Lennon. You know, like, I, I love John Lennon.
3: I think it's all. It's weird. I think it's all subjective. I mean, it depends on how on your outlook on things. Um, yeah,
0: you know, if you have like, that ability to separate it, I'm envious of you. I really am. Yeah, I'm yeah. envious. And I think you know, there's maybe. I mean, have a you ever handful. listened to like
3: a rap song where the artist killed a guy or was
0: accused oh, yeah. of killing
3: a guy? You Bro, like, I mean?
0: like, did you like Ray Lewis after 2001? I mean, <laughs> do, you, do you like Ice Cube? Do you like Dre? Because I do, but they also, you know, they wrote a song called F the Police back in 1987 or whatever. Like, right. You know, and it's just like, <clears throat> it's hard. You know, it's hard, and it makes you think. And uh, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of we're supposed to think, It's, but I wrestle with it all the time. Like, hey, man, I just want to listen to this guy's music. I don't care about his politics. Or I want to watch this guy's movie. I don't care what he did. I don't know. It's just for me it's a little bit of a conundrum but i think i'm
3: at least more open to the conversation when somebody is like look i mean yeah it's it's definitely weird but it's it's just a movie i'm watching the the art you know what i mean it's like Think of like a, a Penn State football fan that you know, a lot of people still defended Joe Paterno well after all the oh, stuff came
0: out from Penn State. Percent.
3: And it's like if you're like talking to somebody and they're just like, eh, you know, uh, hey, who who cares? It was a thing of the past. And you're like, dude, I, I don't think I can support that. But if somebody right. goes, look, I mean, that's my school. I don't feel right about what happened, but we got to move on. Like, I'm still supporting the Lions. And then you're like, well, mm-hmm.
0: and it goes. It goes that way in sports too, with the the moral dilemma. Sometimes you oh, feel yeah. uh, rooting for a team that you like. You know, if you're a Yankee fan, um, yeah, a lot of they've had a few guys pop for for steroids, um, and you're like, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> like what do you do? You know, it's it's I just I like the team. I want to see them win games, right? I mean, Padre fans are not immune to it either. We've there's been our fair share of 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 guys that have come through here that, you know, have, have done things that they shouldn't have done. And
2: I mean,
3: we've talked I about it. for What's the one story we've talked about at nauseum for seven, eight months? It's the the Astros. I mean, what yeah. does a diehard Houston Astro lifelong fan think right now?
0: Right. And there are some people that are like, you know what? Screw those guys. I'm never going to root for them again. But the majority of people are like, no, that's my squad. Ride or die. It's very strange. It's very strange. And I think sports and art kind of is over in that it always leads to a fascinating conversation. I mean, pretty much, you know, if you like Elvis, El- I think El- I think Priscilla was like 14 when Elvis started dating her. And then other people were like, dude, that's the time then, though. That's what happened. Like, it, it wasn't necessarily wrong back then like it is now. And you're like, yeah, but she was 14. He was like 20. Like, it's weird. Like, in our minds, it doesn't make sense. My wife's fourteen years younger than me. Am I a giant weirdo pervert? Yes, but not because of that.
3: I was gonna say, I mean, if you dated her when you were twenty, then yeah, you right. might be.
0: Then yeah, then I'm <laughs> then I'm disgusting. So I don't know. I, I just was watching Mel Gibson last night going, Yeah, pretty much and I looked through his I looked through his um IMDB this morning of <laughs> Mel Gibson movies. Yeah. And I, I honestly was going through it and I was like Yep, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Like, loved Lethal Weapon, Passion of the Christ was amazing, Braveheart is one of the best, Hacksaw Ridge, um, The Patriots, brilliant, I mean, Ransom was when I, brilliant. Yeah, when
3: I saw your email, I thought, you know, I was somehow, it just popped into my head the other day, was the movie Ransom, and oh I Oh my seen god, it. that's such a good movie. I haven't seen it in years. I was like, babe, yep. have you ever seen this? I was like, we should watch this movie again. And then I kind of also had that dilemma, I'm like... Do I want to go actively find a Mel Gibson movie? I'm yeah, like, yeah, I do because it's one of the best movies it's I've so, ever
0: seen. It's so good. Yeah, we were Gary soldiers, oh. dude. And he's a he's a brilliant director. I mean, yeah. brilliant director. And just you, you're like, yeah, but he's so effing crazy. Like he's so crazy. So yeah, that's the dilemma. That's why I stayed up late I last think... night watching The Patriot. And <sighs> you know what? I'm gonna finish it today. So crazy is you know, easier could...
3: for me to justify than you know creepy.
0: Crazy is easier to justify than creepy. It really is. It, now, like what if you were a giant Louis CK fan? Luckily for me, I never was.
2: I, I never def- found him was.
0: I never found him funny. Never. I never ever found him funny and oh, so many people have gotten so mad at me over the years like and it's just like I I, I don't it doesn't move me. It doesn't get me. I don't laugh when I watch his stand up and I've tried. We've had this conversation. And then it comes out that he likes to, you know, crank it out in front of people, and it's like, dude, that's a we- that's too weird for me. If you got drunk and made a mistake, ah, fine, I'm, I'll give you a pass, whatever. We've all done stupid stuff. We've all said things we don't mean. But, oh, my God, like, I'm going to pull my pants down, and I'm going to do this in front of you without you don't want me to do that, I'm going to do it multiple times.
3: It's weird. I remember, uh, I don't know, call it a year ago or so, um, so Aziz Ansari got into, I mean, he was kind of like, he was like at the forefront of the Me Too movement. Yep. Uh, and all this stuff. I mean, we going to a long debate about what happened with all that, but I remember, I mean, he was laying low. I actually, I'd never found his easy and sorry funny. I still don't think it's funny. I don't. I either. just, I never understood it. But when he came out with that, uh, a new stand-up, long after all of this went down, his first ba- or, you know return back to comedy, I was like, I have to watch this. I got to see what he says. And he addressed it, and I think he did a good job, but I was like, does this make me part of the problem? Forgiving? I wasn't really forgiving. It was more like out of curiosity. It was like I have to know what he's like because I saw like headlines like Aziz Ansari addresses Me Too allegations in new stand-up special. And I'm like,
0: yeah, I gotta know what he says here. I don't know. I, yeah, I really don't know. I'm like, if I, if Ryan Adams ever comes back with an album, am I gonna buy it? Probably, maybe. I don't know. My wife yelled at me though for listening to Ryan Adams. She's like, dude, he he was he was. DMing, like, a 14-year-old... I don't know if she's 14 or 16, something like that. And he even made... A, I guess in one of his comments, he even made a, a comment to her that said, hey, you can't tell anybody. You know, people think I'm R. Kelly. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, R. Kelly, that's another one. I'll, I can never listen to another R. Kelly song because this is, like, so egregious. It's so <laughs> gnarly. Oh, uh, it, it. I did feel a little creepy listening to Ryan Adams uh, a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, whatever. It, this is... This is what we do now. This is We overanalyze everything. But, yeah, I just wanted to watch The Patriot because it was such a freaking good movie. And, hey, listen, Mel Gibson was brilliant in it, as he's been in everything he's ever done. So, I don't know. Just an interesting topic, interesting discussion. I could literally go on for days uh, about it. I'm sure Ben will weigh in when he gets in, too. Uh, coming up next, though, we do open phones, 833-288-0973. You want to weigh in on this or anything else? Uh, just call to say hello. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, very friendly in the morning here on Benham Woods. Love to talk to you. So do not be shy. If you have never called in before, we will treat you gently and sweetly. So just call us, 833-288-0973. Uh, we'll talk to you next. We'll get our first check of traffic with Kelly Denick right here on 97.3 The fans. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. The uh, styling's right there of Doom Bloom Band, local band. Sounds so good. They came and played uh, in the studio. You were off that day. I was going to say, I don't know them, but I like this. They're great. They came and played uh, John, my buddy, who's the the front man for Doom Bloom. Came and played. Remember that, Paulie, the acoustic set? How great that was?
3: That was awesome. It was like God the day before good. Christmas or something.
0: Yeah, it was like right before Christmas. The uh, Hannah was in. Was Megan in too? Yeah, yep. Yeah, dude, it was just fun, fun day. Uh, and I really, really love this band. They're going to do big, big things. Uh, it's Ben and Wood. Speaking of doing big things, my man Ben Higgins is here. He uh, slept for about an hour and a half. I did. Tired Ben. Good ben. hour. I have a good s- hour and a half. But- I haven't seen tired Ben. I almost pulled out the pillow. <laughs> I haven't, I got seen,
2: here. I haven't seen
0: tired bed in so long. You've been yep, the just, pandemic. At least you've been resting.
2: Yeah, no, I've gotten more sleep. I haven't um, usually when the alarm goes off in the morning, I have this pit in the my stomach. Yep. of despair and agony, and that's been refreshingly absent during the pandemic. Because 100%. I've, I've gotten. Uh, you know what was I averaging? three and a half? yeah, i'm I'm up to like almost five hours of sleep average of night. That's, Which is
0: still way too low. But it's
2: a big difference for me. Yeah, but last night I just I had trouble going to sleep, had some sinus pressure and finally knocked it out and felt really good at about three a m. And then, three am. And then I got a good hour and a half that was really good. And then I did not want to get up. Like, but oh, we all I know. Got good sleep.
0: We all know why he got up this morning. We know. Because all he's got to do in his mind right now is just get to 8.30 where we will be joined by the one and only, the one and only, Steve Curry. Very excited.
2: Oh, he reached God. out to me. Yes, yes he said, did. Hey, said, hey, you need me on your show yes. this week? Yes, and I said, Steve. let me see if we can fit you in, Steve. Yeah. I'll check my schedule. It's kind of tight, but um, it looks like maybe Wednesday at, at 8.30 we'll be able to... To squeeze, squeeze. you in to our busy sports talk calendar. We have a I mean, we just have a plethora so much of sports. big things to talk about all week long, that I, I just don't know whether we'll we'll be able to fit you in, but we did. We were able to make some time for him, so that's, and that's honestly
0: why that's honestly why Ben is out of bed this morning, and that's fine. I, I you know, look, I would like to think it's because he loves me and Paul and, and our audience. There is but we know. So there we is know. that um there's feelings of guilt both ways. Now, Always. Always.
2: I hate to leave you guys high and dry because I know that. You I know, would die if
0: you had texted me and said, hey, man, I didn't get any sleep. You're <laughs> on your own today. I would have been like,
2: you son of a. Of course a... you would. <laughs> because and we w- all
0: need notice.
2: And I would feel the same way, you know, if you just didn't
0: show up as well. It would yep. make this show a lot harder, a lot less fun. So we've been together two years. Has that ever happened where. Now, the day, if you give me notice and I can mentally prepare and vice versa, I'm sure, yeah, the show's not going to be the same. We're not together. The chemistry is missing. um, Paul's got to step up and do more stuff. But. We've never left each other high and dry. Now, I had we?
2: one day where we just had, like, everything hit at the same time, and I didn't get to come in until 7 o'clock, remember? remember Which yeah. is fine. Or, like, last minute. Yeah. But, Which, that, that's no that's But other no than problem. that, I don't think so. But now, remember, now we're living in pandemic, post-pandemic world. Right. Where you're not supposed to come in if you're sick at all. Exactly. And I, I'm not sick. It's allergies. These I think it's the red tide and the... Um, decomposition. And I don't know if you've noticed the smell. Oh yeah, that's been kind Good of permeated. I think that's what's just hitting me, and led to some allergies uh, last night that uh, I could not get under control until 3 a.m. So I don't think I'm sick, but now you never really know for sure, right? Yeah, it's true. I don't have a fever. I don't have a cough. I don't have the symptoms that they tell you to you know look out for. At the same time, I certainly don't want to spread any germs. I'm not worried about it. So I feel guilty about coming in as well. No, I don't. But I'm not sick. Yeah,
0: your allergies, or you have allergies, that's what happens. But yeah, if you get me sick, I'm going to kill you. But other than that, yeah, it's fine. Uh, This is when we do open phones. Let's go right to the phones. Get our man Everyday Chris. He's always on the line. That's why we call him Everyday Chris. Uh, Good morning, my friend. How you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing really well, man. I, I'm doing well. I'm well rested. Feel pretty Aww. great. Ben's Ben's struggling. <laughs> I'm a little glad bit. to be here. Good. Glad you're here.
4: Yeah. Hey, uh, well, I just got a couple things real quick. Um, first, to allude eluding to your uh, your your uh, celebrity people who kind of let us down and stuff. Um, yeah. I th- I think we're kind of like forgiving people because real quick, what comes to mind is like. You know Kobe Bryant went through that whole thing, and then just yes. when you saw him die, just like everybody, just um, beloved him all of a sudden. just kind of yeah. that kind of just went away. So great. Example, that's my little take. Yeah, that's my take on that. I think at the end of the day, we're just very forgiving people. You know, How about within reason, of course. How about
0: Mike um, Tyson? You know, Mike Tyson right. did time in prison for rape. Twenty years later. You know, fast forward to Broadway, and he's doing a one-man show. He's in the Hangover. He's almost yeah. a beloved, sympathetic figure. I've got
2: some thoughts, but I'll let Chris finish what he's saying, and then I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I thought about your opening segment.
4: Okay, so this was not off the subject, but going back to I guess we're on a movie theme. So I was watching Stripes uh, yesterday, and remember that scene where uh, Ox John Candy Ox was mud wrestling with those. Uh, they forced him yeah, into course. The mud wrestling. So of course. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask you guys a question. I know I'm I know I'm gonna get in trouble for this, but I'll, it's okay. So I'll ask you and I'll tell you my little dream team. If you could get in a mud wrestling match with two 80s stars, oh my god, who would they be? So I would choose Valerie Bertinelli and yep. Stephanie Powers from Heart to
0: Heart. That would be my two oh, right there. God, she was. Anyway,
4: so I'm gonna leave you with that, gentlemen.
0: All right, so who would you mud wrestle from the 80s, Ben? I'm going to go Heather Locklear. Mud re- is,
2: is she really 80s or is she 90s? <laughs> no, she was 80s. She was definitely 80s. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, big time.
2: She was on... Um,
0: TJ Hooker, right? Uh, what, was uh, like uh, okay, well,
2: I was thinking, um, what was the show that came on after Place. Beverly Hills I yeah. Yes, Melrose Place. That was more of a
0: 90s show. Heather Locklear. But she kind of hit her peak in the 80s. She was hot in the 90s. But she was, like, when she married Tommy Lee, that was in 1986, and she was just unbelievable. So Heather Locklear would be in there for me. 1980s. 80, oh, and Tawny Katane. That's it for me. Done. I'm good. I'll be <laughs> mud wrestling. And trust me, I wouldn't. She
2: wasn't really a television star, No, though. she was a video was a star. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Did, was, was, did it have to be a TV person Mm-mm. Chris was going with? I don't know. I don't care,
0: because mine would be Tawny Katane.
2: Phoebe I wouldn't
0: be Trust me, I wouldn't be wrestling back much if you catch my drift. Wouldn't be putting up much of a fight.
2: Alyssa Milano, was she 1980s? Yeah, she was, she boss, was like twelve, then, young? So Well, so very, was I, that's, though. All right, Ryan Adam that's Adams the, just walked. Sorry, that's, but day. I was twelve back then. That's appropriate, Woods. Uh, okay, very um, appropriate.
0: Michael Jackson's here, everyone. Um,
2: Charlie's Angels. That was more <laughs> the 1970s.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm having trouble with my 1980s recall. It's not moment. that. It's not that big a deal. It's not <laughs>
3: anyway, a deal so.
0: We got any more calls, Folly? Yeah. Uh, oh, we do. Okay, okay go ahead. We'll, right, we'll go to these. All
3: right, our boy Rafino's checking in.
0: Rafino in the house. Good morning, my friend. Open phones on Ben Woods.
3: Morning, guys. How you doing?
0: Doing well, man.
5: <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, it's I, I don't know if I can really weigh in on that one, but I, uh, I was going to say, though, I can actually relate with Ben because last night I went to sleep early hoping to actually get a little bit more sleep than I usually do and I ended up waking at 3:45 in the morning um when I'm supposed to be up at you know 6 so but uh but yeah I wanted to call in also because I feel like there's been a lot of just uh there's been a lot of bad news and a lot of things that have been going on obviously in the past couple months um and I just had and I wondered if I could just share some good news and then I'll ask a question I feel like you know for you guys to Please um, do. to answer well, thank you for sending the outline um, so, of your call. Mm-hmm. It's
2: uh, very helpful. I do like that, So we actually. know what's coming. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot.
5: <laughs> yeah, you know. Very no no yeah, pressure now. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so I'm actually a Franciscan friar, um, and uh, that's why I couldn't really weigh in too much on the mud pit thing. On but, mud pit. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
0: now makes sense. Makes a lot of sense yeah. to me, Ruffino. <laughs> um,
5: but, uh, but yesterday, I actually uh, took my last final in seminary, and... Um, going to be ordained in July. So just, uh, yeah, so it was a kind of a huge moment. And I just That's thought big, I you know, wanted to share that
0: with day. you guys. Friar Rafino. We have Friar Phil and we have Friar <laughs> Rafino now. Two Friars on our show. That makes me very happy. Congratulations. And, and I think what you uh, are doing is just the most, like, I, I say insane in the best way, like the insane commitment. Um my my dad I was my dad grew up I was raised as like a Catholic and Baptist so I got a little little of both here and mm-hmm. uh, I just think that's that's incredible.
2: Technically if Rufino was doing mud wrestling with you know different partners would yeah. he be
0: a swinging friar? So sorry. Uh, is it Father? Can we call you Father Rafino now? Or do you start as a Not father yet. or do you have to work your way up? Is it brother, a fr- friar, brother, I'm, father?
5: So I'm technically brother right now. Brother. Uh, oh, I love this. Yeah, brother until uh, until July 11th. Then I'll be father. so, but, um, so sorry about my heathen show. partner. Good God. <laughs> okay. It's all right. I, 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 I'm, I know what show I'm calling. I mean, I know what. <laughs> it's all right. No, I. I I enjoy. I mean, it's part of the reason why I enjoy the show. You guys, he knows time, what show he's called. Is that
3: our reputation now?
0: That's our reputation now. <laughs> oh, God. <It's> reputation. <laughs> well, that's awesome news, man! Congratulations on uh, seeing that I, through. And I the believe the the outline indicated a question
2: was coming up yes. here. Yes, the question's yes. Probably so how dare you? <laughs> no,
5: no. You, you would think, but no. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the question. Uh, the question for you guys. I know for Woody. I mean, he obviously has had his good news, um, but. Is there kind of like a, you know, just a good news, like a highlight uh, for you guys during this time of quarantine, something that has kind of helped to kind of lift your spirits during this time? So, yeah, something like that.
0: No joy in my life. Yeah, but we know Ben's answer uh, there as well. Probably doing your Channel 10 podcast, I would guess. No,
2: (laughs) that's not it. (laughs) Stressed out, finding trying to find people who are stressed out is no. stressing me out. Actually,
0: we, we let you down yesterday. I asked my wife if she would do it, and she said no. I don't want to
2: do that. No one wants to talk about how stressed out they are on television. Who, I mean, who would have thought?
0: I'll do it, but you, I don't know well, if you yeah, did and it Shelley
2: know. would do it as well. But I just don't. I don't know what they're looking for. As you just continue to talk to your wife and your radio partner <laughs> over and over again for these pandemic stories. Um, I have really. I, I don't know if it's a moment of joy. But I've really enjoyed the extra time I've gotten to see my family and my kids, which I have never had an opportunity to do. I've been working since they were born, since I was married, usually two jobs, usually early in the morning, late at night. Um, And to actually be home, to have dinner um, at a normal hour and see my, my wife and my kids every day has been an absolute joy and a treat for me.
0: Yeah, mine, obviously the, the announcement of the, the new baby boy that will be here in November has been uh, – it's been great to think about. It's also, you know, it's stressful, too, to think, like, how how, how do you pay for this stuff? How do you – what do I got to do now? Do I got to set up another fund or something? It just – it's it's a lot. Um, but, you know, man, there's – there's I love doing this show. I love being able to come in and do this every day. Uh, that continues to be a, a place of um, – a place of solace for me to come in and do this, and and getting a chance to still you know work and, and make a little bit of money too has, has been great, and so many people don't get to. So um, that that's been the joy for me, um, just getting to do this every day, and and in this city. I, I think mean, that is still just. I think
2: me. that is what we're missing, though. Um, that. Those moments of celebration, sports often gives us oh, that, the, no doubt, like a, a walk off, you know, home run. Hunter Renfro anniversary was yesterday. Yeah, I don't know, just those dude. like little punctuations of oh. joy. Those are a little hard to find right now.
0: I tell you, man, I, and I, they showed that video. Right, it was a year ago yesterday. Hunter Renfro off Kenley Jansen hits that grand slam. Who's in the front row? The hammer. The hammer. I'm watching the thing, and there's hammer jumping up in the air now. This is before we knew Hammer. This is before we knew we were going to work with Hammer. And I'm sitting there last time, I'm like, I can't believe I've known this kid less than a year. And I love him like family. And um, so, yeah, I, I, you're right, man. Those little punctuations on a nightly basis. But you know what? You know what we're not getting? We're not getting the Padres walked off on either. We're not getting guys injured. It's As we wait for baseball to come back, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. But um, I do miss that, man. I do miss... I do miss that lazy Sunday of putting that game on, sitting on the couch with my kid. My wife will be doing whatever she's doing, sometimes watching with us, and um, I miss that. You know, I miss that. It's such a part of my life.
2: Uh, we can continue with some open phones if we have more callers. Uh, 833-288-0973. Any voicemails? Don't know if we, we have any, but we can get to those as well for people who will called the Friar Phil voicemail line. And I do want to react to your opening segment yeah. about um, art from artists. Yeah, uh, you know, cancel culture and are we allowed to enjoy art, you know, movie performances, music from people who turned out not to be great citizens after the fact. So uh, we'll get to that coming up. We'll set the stage for, you already mentioned Steve Kerr coming on. We've got some other things as well that should make this pretty fun Wednesday. (laughs) Pretty good Wednesday on Bennett Woods Ahead on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
0: Huh. Getting wedged out here. What the hell is this? Got a uh, new Twitter handle, apparently. Ben and Kerr. Dot 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 featuring Woods. Don't don't be
2: don't be sensitive. Ben and Kerr. I love We're this. are trying you're, to make our guests you, feel comfortable.
0: I love that you're first over Steve Kerr.
2: Well, we had. Um we had a relationship prior to me and you knowing each other. Steve and I had a show together. Who so haven't you done he a has show with seniority in this town. over you in this case? If you were uh, It's just temporary. It's not it's not full time.
0: Ben and Kerr featuring Woods. I thought
2: I would make him feel more comfortable.
0: You've worked with every human being in this town. I met a guy over the weekend. Got him Sully. And he goes, "Oh yeah, I did a couple shows with Ben." I'm like, oh. Ben is a media, you're a media prostitute, is what you are. <laughs> ben is the village bicycle. Everyone <laughs> in town has had a ride on the Ben Higgins Express. Huzzah! Literally. Every person in this town you've done a show with.
2: I can uh, And you have no beefs? How, how is adap- that possible? I'm adaptable. I can work with many people. Malleable. Yes. I'm very malleable. Very malleable. Well, it it turns out maybe you are. But we didn't know that until more recently. That's amazing. You didn't have the reputation for malleability that no. that I came into the relationship with.
0: No, because
2: uh, when they put us together, it was like, who's going to be able to work with this Woods character? <laughs> well, so ben, true. Ben can do it. He can work with. He but can work anyone. with anybody. He's like the Mikey cereal kid. He'll, he'll eat anything. <laughs> See if he likes it.
0: He'll Mike, literally work with anyone. He likes it. You are a hooker. <laughs> You're a media <laughs> hooker. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do a show with him. Yeah, I'll do a podcast with him. Whatever.
2: You can join 97.3 The Fan Friday mornings at 10 a.m. for our virtual game of the week presented by B&B Appliance. Each week, the fan will stream a simulation of MLB The Show 20 at our Facebook page, 97.3 The Fan. Thanks to B&B Appliance for bringing baseball back to San Diego. Shop smart. Shop local. b and com. Open phones, 833 288 Give you my thoughts on you're all twisted and you've twisted yourself into I, some I'm knots. A, I'm a wreck. Yeah, I have no idea this what's going on I'm, I'm going to try to untie you a Thank little you. bit. Thank you. But first, let's get a check of traffic on this Wednesday morning. See how things look out there with Kelly Danek. So you were talking in our um, our opening segment about Mel Gibson, yes. in particular, yes, uh, how you find it more difficult to enjoy a Mel Gibson movie now after. You know, his anti-Semitism rants came out, and you feel like... The drunken,
0: boorish behavior. And, you
2: know, obviously there's been musical artists as well, that uh, skeletons music. come out of the closet. The music one's pretty tough. Here's how I look at it. Uh, first of all, if if you really do feel uncomfortable, you're not enjoying it anymore yeah. because you know too much about the artist, And that does happen. You watch a guy, and you go... Man, I just
0: I don't like watching this guy anymore. It goes into categories, though, because I, I I heard we were in the car the other day, and and Billie Jean came on. I and I go, hey, turn this. I don't want to hear this, diddler, you know. And my, the kid in the car, I don't I don't want to hear this. Or Kelly, I could never listen to again after seeing his documentary. But it's just a matter of kind of like, there's levels to it, which is even weirder. Well, I think
2: here's my here's the way I look at it, and. Uh, Rufino brought up the example of Kobe Bryant, obviously, you know. That was Chris. That that was everyday Chris. Oh, that's Chris who brought up the example of Kobe Bryant. If you are supporting art or a team that features a player, and we've all done it, that, you know, has had some bad behavior, do you feel like you're supporting? If I I cheered for the Lakers 10 years ago, was I sending a message out, yeah, I, I love that bad behavior by Kobe Bryant? I didn't think so i mean did kobe kobe bryant didn't have any more of those incidents Incidence. later in his life and i i think ultimately kobe um you know by the time he passed away earlier this year was a pretty good guy you know good family guy good dad um you know he stuck his wife stuck with him he stuck with them they worked on their relationship seems as though that you know he turned a corner in his life did he make a mistake possibly quite possibly uh, you know, a really bad one earlier in his life, but by supporting the Lakers, were you sending a signal that you were supporting that kind of behavior? I don't think so. Well, and that's if you if you watch a movie that you enjoy that featured Mel Gibson. If I watch Maverick, it comes on TNT or something, so good, which I liked. Which is a great
0: possibility of seeing Maverick on TNT. Yes, by the way. it just <laughs> feels like that's where
2: it's going to be found. Um, if you're watching. <laughs> Um, are you are you supporting that kind of behavior in the future? I don't think you are. Now, if you are a casting director and you're making the decision of who you're hiring and you know this guy is not a great guy and he continues to operate, you know, in, in ways that probably shouldn't be operating, then that's on you. And then at that point, you know, if a new movie comes out and you're like, hey, I don't support the decision they made to cast this guy in this. Yeah. I don't want to support it with my business my my money, am I am I filling Mel Gibson's coffers because I watch a rerun of Maverick on no, TNT? I absolutely really not. Well, ben, so. ben,
3: by that logic, would would somebody have an issue with the Lakers still employing Kobe Bryant after that dilemma in O three or whatever? Colorado,
2: yeah, I, I you know close to it, and I think there were a lot more people who were a little more hesitant about Kobe and the Lakers at that
0: point. Yeah, absolutely. It is it is a. You know, if, if Ryan Adams comes out with a new record, and I buy it for the art of it, with that pending thing that he allegedly did, that's, you know, again, that, that was a couple of years ago, and nothing's happened. Like, if if he was, and I was t- talking to my wife about it. She goes, well, what if you had a daughter? What if that was your daughter? I go, I'd, be, I'd be repulsed. I'd be absolutely repulsed if he was DMing suggestive, creepy things to my 16-year-old daughter. Um... But I said, why didn't anything happen to him? Like, why hasn't he been arrested? Why hasn't, if it, you know, if it didn't go further, you know, I, it just, if I buy a record, though, I'm then supporting that behavior possibly. Well, that, that's
2: a good point as well. You don't know all the facts. That's you, the deal. You You weren't there. You didn't know it. Now, don't, you know, don't... Um bend over in you know contort yourself to try to justify or defend behavior or defend behavior that is inappropriate uh, at the same time you can't just assume you know everything and that means I can never I can never support listen to this guy yeah, I'll never weird. buy an album again I'd say keep an open mind going forward um you know if he came out with an album right now and you didn't feel like hey he hasn't addressed this issue at all to my satisfaction yeah probably shouldn't be dropping 15 bucks you know to to download everything that he bought on the new record yeah. that's, maybe that's a bad choice right yeah. now if something you know if you have if you already own it and you would get enjoyment out of listening to it you're not you're not filling his pockets you're not endorsing his behavior you just like his
0: music and, yeah, and why it's, why punish yourself you didn't do any of that and, stuff and and it's interesting because if you've got a favorite team and you root for a team no matter who it is i don't care what team it is there is somebody on that team that cheats on his wife there's somebody on that team that takes illicit drugs there is somebody on that team that has bent and broken the rules um there is no team of you know 100 percent straight lace guys across the board and there never will be there never will will be but it is amazing what um, what we will allow ourselves or justify to ourselves you know i mean you go back to the '70s and some of the biggest stars in the world, music-wise. You're like, man, not good dudes, not good guys. Was it the time? Maybe. Was it the drugs? Maybe. It just—it's weird what we ourselves, uh, what will justify to ourselves to to give ourselves a pass for liking Louis C.K. and going to see him in concert or whatever it may be. I don't know. It's too—it's too existential for 5:49 in the morning. Uh, on a Wednesday, Ben, with all this sports news to get to. Again, um,
2: you know, if if you get enjoyment out of it, it brightens your life. I don't necessarily think that could be a bad thing. Fair enough. That if that's brightening your life, making your day better, and you're not actively supporting or endorsing someone else's bad behavior, then go right ahead. Don't feel guilty about it. You don't do it in silence. You don't, you (laughs) don't, no, you don't even have to do it in silence. Uh, Yeah, do you? Should you be tweeting about him and supporting him and getting other people to enjoy it? Maybe not. But you can certainly, you know, enjoy something on your own that you've always enjoyed. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. That's my, um, that's my take on your dilemma this morning. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting conversation.
2: Uh, We have a good show today. Uh, You mentioned, obviously, with the new Twitter account, you can tell, Ben and Kerr featuring Woods. Yes, perfect. Uh, Steve Kerr, coach of the Golden State Warriors, is going to be with us at 835 this morning on our SDCCU fan hotline. Of course, SDCCU remains open. Rest assured, your funds are federally insured by the NCUA. For details or to find a branch open near you, visit SDCCU.com. He's not the only big-name guest in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, At 8 a.m., coronavirus check-in, Julie Foudy. Uh, former U.S. Women's National Team star is going to be with us. We'll see how she's doing. I always enjoy chatting with Julie. But, of course, uh, just lately there's been some developments in the lawsuit by U.S. Women's National Team players, the equal pay lawsuit. Yep. They lost a mm-hmm. the judge's it's, ruling it's amazing. Uh, recently. And uh, they vow to continue fighting. Uh, Joe Biden has made it part of his you know, kind of election campaign strategy. He Say, hey, if I'm president, uh, we're not going to be supporting the men's team if you're not equally paying the women's team as well. So keep that in mind. Uh, you know, U.S. national soccer moving forward, that this equal pay thing's an important thing to me. Uh, we'll get Julie Fowdy's take on what's been going on there when we talk to her at eight o'clock. Uh, before that, uh, we have all of our usual features plus. Something we started last week that Woods just really enjoyed. I think everybody enjoyed this. Called it "Has Been Ever." Has been ever. I don't really have to do much other than say yes or no. You got to be honest. I and just may- have to be some, you know, honesty. Maybe set yourself up for a couple of embarrassing ones. So let me tell. So we're going to do that at seven thirty-five. When we discussed the segment beforehand last time, mm-hmm. there was a thought to make it even more. Deliciously awkward of having my mom. Oh my god, join us. Oh my god. So after oh the show last week, I happened to run into her, you know, outside the Krona Cave as it was getting into the car, and I told her that we had thought about that, and she kind of, I don't think I could have handled, I, I don't think I could have handled that, and she said, actually, your father had to leave the room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shut <laughs> off He couldn't listen to it. Shut at all. up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> All right. So you have made the Higgins family very uncomfortable with the segment. Has Ben ever?
0: Your dad had to leave the room.
2: (laughs) Just couldn't. It's too too much torture for him to listen to listen to a segment like that. I'm looking
0: back over. So here's so here are the ones from last week we did. Has Ben ever worn handcuffs? Has Ben ever smoked a marijuana cigarette? Has Ben ever skipped school? Has Ben ever seen a Steven Seagal movie? Has Ben ever French kissed two girls in the same night? Has Ben ever said the C word? Has Ben ever been punched in the face? Has Ben ever stolen anything? Has Ben ever made love on the beach? That's probably the one that got him. I think it was the Steven Seagal movie. One no, that that's him. not <laughs> the one that got him. And then has Ben ever been fired from a job? If you thought that one was bad, wait until today. Your dad's, your dad's going to have to tell, you text them before we do it. So dad, leave, just, you know. leave the
2: room. It's a good time to, you know, get the, get your exercise in. Or something uh, yeah, like that. and I don't think I, you know, I <laughs> it's nothing really bad. I mean, it's just me. We just don't have that. We don't have that. That. You know, communication in my family
0: necessarily. We don't really have it in mind. I just communicate it, and then my parents are left to deal with their idiot son. I mean, pretty much, mine. you know.
2: Back in the day, that's how families work. You didn't tell them anything. Oh, correct. And and now in the twenty first century, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Parents and kids have this open and honest dialogue yes. going back and forth. What the heck is that? That's not. That is not how it's supposed to work. You're supposed to figure things out on your own, yep. um, live with that guilt and shame for many, many years. Move go out to, at 18. Go to therapy yeah. and figure it out yourself. That's now exactly it's like, right. hey, let's just talk about this while it's happening so you don't, you know, you don't run into these issues in life. It's weird. Are it's you just guys, weird, Woods. Are
0: you guys as parents, are you guys snoopers? I'm not at all. Is your wife? No. No. Not really. You can trust your kids, I feel like. Yeah. I'm going to be a snooper, now, and my I, wife will be a snooper. Not that you haven't occasionally
2: run into something while snooping, but Shelley, even Shelly, she's not like going to fly off the handle if she finds something. She's right. like, eh, found this in your room. What's the deal? Wow. These are the days as a she's parent. A, she's a good communicator. She's the communicator of the group, not me. These are the days. I as don't want to know. Don't tell these me. These are the days as a
0: parent, Ben. What am I going to find in my son Bo's room? Maybe inside of, like, five years. You know what I mean? I am really, I really nervous. I remember
3: when I was, uh, I don't know, 13 or 14, um, I was uh, I was asleep in my room, and my mom was on my computer in my bedroom. She found a dirty video, and she oh. asked me about it, and I blamed no. it on my friend who spent the night a few nights earlier.
2: Oh, my God. Good thinking, Paul. Oh. Quick quick on your feet She's like, i like woke that me that's up. what
3: i was like what the hell is this
2: that's what we love about paul and i see the Rhino report is coming back today yes this is the last i couple missed of days. it too but report. we will get to the tournament of flubs as well it is all coming up in hour number two next ben woods on 97.3 the fam
1: we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one